I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, I bring to you the story of the Gujar Bakarwals, the nomadic people of Kashmir, and how, caught in the web of religion, laws, and environmental conservation, they are facing an uncertain future. Can you guess what this sound is? Sure, it's an animal or a bird, but could it be a cow, a goat, or a sheep, or maybe the sounds of a predator in the forests? Is it a mating call or a call for help? These are actually sounds of a human, a nomadic woman belonging to the Gujar Bakarwal community in Jammu and Kashmir. In the larger narrative of Kashmiri Muslims, Kashmiri pundits, and the Hindus of Jammu, they lie forgotten, despite having made. some extremely important contributions to the union of india this is despite the fact that they form 12% of the state's population they describe themselves as khana badosh nomads who carry their homes with them the community believes their vocation is a noble one saying that the prophet muhammad had once been a shepherd himself even though there is no authentic record of their first migration to kashmir the gujjars and bakarwals reached the jnk region to escape famine drought and persecution in their original land they migrated from rajasthan in the 5th or the 6th century but it's their nomadic ways that are under severe threat today thanks to a word which is usually the bane of all nomadic and tribal communities across the country development i'm spending a few weeks in pehalgam which literally means the valley of shepherds it's a tourist paradise with multiple takeoff points for day hikes to baisaran and aru valley and much longer hikes such as tulian and shishnag lakes my time here in a guest house by the shishnag river is marked by gorgeous sunrises towering pine trees gurgling rivers and friendly locals the very guest house i live in could have been built on a land once owned by a gujjar bakarwal the rapid rise of pahalgam's tourism has come at the expense of the grazing land which got usurped for building hotels with almost no compensation to them and this forms the core of the problem the contentious issue of land rights and documentation first under the dogra kings they were subject to a crippling taxation system with little to no land documentation things did not change with the colonial rule but independent india gave them hope which turned out to be false caught between various state and central government departments across successive regimes they failed to make any headway the abrogation of article 370 again gave them hope possibly being able to claim title to their lands yet again their hopes were dashed in october 2020 came one of the largest threats to their existence the union government notified a fresh set of land laws which included a process for non natives to purchase land in the region this despite the fact that across most mountainous states in india non natives cannot buy land or buy only very limited amounts the tragedy has also been that they have been largely loyal to the indian state In 1965, Muhammad bin Jagir, a Bakarwal man, was asked by the infiltrators to arrange Kashmiri clothing so they could cross over undercover. He instead tipped off the Indian authorities about Operation Gibraltar, 
a plan by the Pakistan's military to annex the Kashmir Valley. The year after, Jagir was awarded a Padma Shri by the Indian government. In 1990, he was gunned down by pro-independence militants. The event meant two things. One, that the pro-independence Kashmiri Muslims distrusted them. And just like the borders, loyalty started to fray. Some ended up picking arms and became militants. As the militancy intensified, they were denied access to pastoral lands. Do you remember the nomadic woman whose voice you heard right at the beginning? The voice was a signal to both the shepherds and animals to stay away from land which was out of bounds for them. With the most deadpan expression, the woman told me, if we go into the government lands, we get beaten up. As militancy seized in the valley, the Gujar Bakarwals faced a new challenge. Conservationists. The grazing of sheep and goats led to habitat loss for key species, including the critically endangered Hangul, the Kashmir red deer. While the conservationists have their heart in the right place, the issue is not unique to them. Tribal and nomadic communities around the world have faced opposition from conservationists, who factor human coexistence out of their concerns for ecological preservation. Many who are now giving up their nomadic ways are facing other challenges. As they settle in Jammu, right-wing insecurities have intensified, with their temporary settlements being burned and terms like land jihad being thrown around. But it made national headlines in January 2018 when the chilling gang rape and murder of an 8-year-old Bakarwal girl in a temple came to light. We all know that as the Kathua rape case. And after the trial was moved to Punjab, 7 out of the 8 accused were found guilty. While the entire issue was seen from a religious lens, I bet most of us did not know of the Bakarwal angle. The Gujar Bakarwals face a deeply uncertain future. And the month I have spent in Kashmir has made one thing crystal clear. As non-natives of the valley, our understanding of the Kashmir issue continues to be coloured massively by our political beliefs. Just like the story of the Gujar Bakarwals, the story of Kashmir is complex with issues of ethnicity, religion, militancy, nationalism, identity and development weaved into a tapestry coloured with the blood of the locals. No matter where we travel, before we start making our opinions about people and communities, maybe it would help to look at their histories and see them with a filter of empathy. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YB Travel 42 on Instagram. 